0: In Perak Beis of Hilcha, Shafer, Sukkah, and Lulav, the Ramam discusses who's obligated to hear the sound of the Shafer. The Ramam begins by saying that everyone is obligated to hear the sound of the Shefer, whether they're a Kayan, a Levi, and Israel, or if they're a Geir, more released and freed slaves, but women and slaves and minors are part from hearing Shefer, someone who's a half of a slave and half free, or a Tumtum and a and is a The Ramam continues and says that whoever is not obligated in hearing Shafer can't be Maitzi, someone else who is. For example, if someone is a woman or a minor, that blue schaefer, someone who hears from them can't be Yitza. and An Andragonist is able to be Maitse, another Andragonist, but he can't be Maitse, someone else. The Rambam continues with another example and says that someone that's half slave and half free is not able to be Maitse himself and therefore needs to hear from someone who's free. The Rambam continues and says that in order to be Yetzir hearing schaefer, both the blower and the person hearing the blowing must have a mind to be Yetzir. But if someone is involved in blowing Schaefer for practice, uh, someone else cannot be Yates with that, and the person himself cannot be Yates with that blowing of the Schaefer. Additionally, if one of them did not have a mind, then they can't be Yates to each other. The Ramam continues and explains that a person doesn't have to have a specific person in mind when they're blowing Schaefer, but rather they could have a general intention of mind to be Yates to anyone who hears it. The Ramam continues and says the Yemtif of Rosh Hashanah that falls out on Shabbos, we don't blow the Schaefer in any place, even though that the k- Kia Schaefer is only a Shavas and technically we should blow. Still, we don't do it because of Xerah, because we're afraid that the person might take it, his shoifer, to, to a Chacham to help him learn how to blow. And he will then end up carrying for Amos and Rosh and Parenthetically, there's been numerous sichas in my marm discussing why this Xerah applies, which explain this all peace side. The Ramam continues and says that in Shabbos, it's not Rosh Hashanah, we don't stop little children that didn't come to the age of Chinach from blowing the Shafer. The Rambam continues and says that when they made Yerushalayim the not to blow on Shabbos, they only made Yerushalayim in a place that didn't have a bezin. But in the time that the base of Mikdash existed and the bezin HaGadal was in Yerushalayim, everyone in Yerushalayim would blow on Shabbos as long as the bezin was in session. Additionally, any city that was within the Torah of Yerushalayim was able to see Yerushalayim was able to blow as well. The Rambam continues and says that in these days that the base of Mikdash was destroyed, any place that has a bezin Kavua and is Samach and Eretz Yisrael, you could blow the on Shabbos. But this is only where we have a bedzin that was makash the as well. But any other bedzin we don't blow in them on Shabbos, even though there's Smuchim. Additionally, we only blow in front of the bedzin haigado, and only while they're sitting. But once they get up and leave the bedzin, then we don't blow anymore there. And this is because bedzin are very scrupulous and will make sure that the person doesn't do anything wrong when it comes to blowing on Shabbos. The Ramam concludes by saying that in these days that we do two days of Yantiv, just like we blow on the first day, we blow the same amount on the second day. And if the first day falls on Shabbos and there wasn't in a place where there's a Besson, we only blow on the second day of Yantiv.